Hello and welcome to the Food Rehab Podcast, where together we break through any plateaus, dispel any myths, and get down to the nitty gritty of the reasons why we struggle with our relationship with food. So I am your host, Aubrey Warwick, degreed and certified exercise physiologist, dancer, wellness specialist, the 2015 Fitness America champion, pole dance artist, as well as proud mama of the cutest, fittest little baby boy I know, Roman DeSteven, and happy wife to my loving husband, Daniel. Thank you for joining me today, everyone, and I want to get down to it. So do you struggle with your relationship with food? Do you consider your relationship to be kind of addictive? Or are you just listening because you're curious on what exactly food rehab is? Well, let me tell you, I related to like a drug addict and sometimes they got to go through rehab 12, 13, 14 times before they are quote unquote cured. And it is my belief that old habits don't just die hard. In fact, I don't think they die at all. I think that we merely can shrink them and be in charge of them instead of letting them control our lives and be the bane of our existence. Do you agree or disagree? Comment. Let me know. Press the clap icon. (laughs) So anyway, today I want to discuss how to do a lifestyle detox for your mind, body, and soul. And this is important because in in order to proceed and create change in our lives, we need to clear out the clutter. Absolutely. So I have a couple of tips that are going to get us there. I got six of them. So either write this down or check out the transcript because... This is some good stuff. So number one, one of the quotes that I always love to share with my clients is, a goal without a plan is merely a wish. So we've heard that quote before. And for example, you know, if you are thinking about losing weight or it's going to be a fresh start for the new year and things are going to be different, but you really don't have a plan. You don't have smart goals, which are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timed. Then it's like you are just throwing darts in the air and there's no dartboard. We have no target. We have no focus. And that's just wishing. Um, Chances are never going to come to fruition. So Let's start to write these things down. Yes, stop half-assing it, stop being lazy, and just do it. Make the time to focus on your SMART goals. Number two, in order to really be able to focus on all of this, something that has helped me over the years, I have a strong yoga practice, and the essence of yoga is about is breath. So how many times during your day do you just stop and breathe? And I say this a lot when I um, teach my yoga classes that the deeper we breathe, it's like we can get high on life. We can develop this clarity of thought and we can let go of anxiety. This is so simple, right? And if it is, then why aren't you doing it? So take some time now 
to just breathe. So I kind of think of it this way. Why do people smoke cigarettes? Why do people smoke pot? Why do people smoke hookah? It forces them to stop and take a deep breath. And that is a part of why I think those things are addictive because it forces us to do that. So I have what I consider an addictive personality. That's why I have not tried very many things that you shouldn't try, right? Um, Especially as a wellness professional. And so perhaps that is what has led me to my uh, addiction, so to speak, to food. And in fact, I don't call it an addiction. I call it an injury because I used to have an eating disorder from the age of 12, all the way into my late 20s, I struggled with my relationship with food and I was labeling myself as this eating disorder victim. Now, this eating disorder, I gave myself. And to be completely honest and feeling very naked right now, um, at the age of 12, that's when I remember my first time when I purged after eating. I'm not proud of it. I'm not on here to say, oh, woe is me. But that is the truth. I'm owning it. And a lot of people know my story, but, you know, I don't really go into the the gory details. I have had lots of time to uh, work on myself in addition to helping others through their struggles. And we all have something, you know, it's not like we are brought onto this planet with this perfect life. We all struggle with some aspect of life. So that was kind of my struggle for a long, long time. And I let food control me. And I was a dancer growing up. So I really didn't understand how to create a body that I deserve to live in. Okay. And I think that we are all deserving of that. Of course we are. But until we know that, until we are able to focus and clear the fog, then we are not going to be able to move ahead. So to go back to my second point, incorporate deep breathing into your daily practice, especially when you feel that heavy weight of anxiety or stress eating or binging or purging or anything that you feel that you are not in control of. And it took me a while, but I had to let go of the word control, control, because a lot of times my newer clients will say, well, I just feel so out of control. And I don't like the concept of either being in control or out of control, right? It's, it's too black or white. It's too extreme. It's too opposite ends of the spectrum. I think there's a nice way to find a balance and it's your version of balance, something that helped me along the way Um, of my journey to a better health and to shrink my eating disorder or eating injury monster, I like to call it, were two things. One was a special person, a credentialed professional in the field of uh, fitness, as well as a program called Am I Hungry by Michelle May. Um, She focuses predominantly on instinctive eating. And being that I chose a profession that you have to look a certain way and we should be counting our macros and counting our calories and blah, blah, blah. And I don't do that anymore. I don't do it with my clients because I really lost sight of instinctive eating. It's like when people tell me like, oh, I got this new smartphone watch thing, whatever new fitness tracker it is. And, and, and it tracks how well I slept. 
and they're all excited about it. And I kind of look at them and I'm like, well, don't you wake up in the morning and right away you could say, I slept really well last night or, oh, that wasn't a good night's sleep. So sometimes we rely so much on these things that aren't natural. And if we can go back to basics, uh, that can be really where we need to be. Okay. And that's just my style. I like to go back to basics. I think having an eating disorder or eating injury, I used to just kind of push myself into this obsessive compulsive behavior where everything was so numbers driven and I lost sight of just being. So if you are up for the challenge, definitely comment, say, you know what? I'm getting back to basics. I am going to declutter my life in ways that are distracting and that are causing anxiety. And I'm going to focus. I'm going to breathe and I'm going to do this, which leads me to number three, practicing an attitude of gratitude for our total body detox. Whenever we do this, we are creating this habit of self-love and appreciation. Each day, right before I brush my teeth, I wake out of bed and I just cast this intention on my day and I think, okay, what am I most grateful for today? Maybe it's, you know, having the opportunity to get up early to exercise when my husband and son are still sleeping. That, some people can interpret that as like, oh, what a pain in the ass. You have to get up, you know, and go in stealth mode and and get up so early to exercise. I definitely don't view it like that. This is an opportunity for me to move my body how I want to move. And for me personally, my exercise is my medicine. Because if I do not exercise, it is like a crazy person not taking their meds. You don't want to be around me. And it's just bad news. And um, I'm okay with that. If exercise is my medicine, then I'm cool with being hooked on it. So number four, my, my fourth point is this year, do the mental work for change by interviewing yourself. Ask yourself the following questions. What can you do for yourself this year in a positive way? And what would you like to do this year that you did not do last year? What would you like to get let go of this year that you clung to so tightly last year? And what would you like to change in your life? Are you willing to do the work that will bring about those changes? This is important, folks. Are you willing to do the work that will bring about those changes? Before I ventured into the field of exercise science and nutrition, I really thought that people were just lucky given their genetics, how if they were a thin person and, and I saw them, you know, apparently eating whatever they wanted. And, you know, since I was 12, I felt like I always had to watch what I was eating and, and I was into exercise, but I didn't make it a habit then. So it was kind of a mystery to me how people could live a life and be so thin. And especially now in 2018, 70% of Americans or overweight or obese. Why is this? Well, I think a couple things. I think we have lost sight of instinctive eating. I think a lot of our processed foods and our quote unquote fast foods are meant to be addictive. And I think right now we think it's just too impossible to live in the body that we deserve. It's too hard. Well, let's think about this. What in life have you ever gotten 
without a little bit of hard work. Not too much, right? Not many of us win the lottery. That's just kind of like wishing, right? Things will happen. So we have to be ready to put in the time and you can't do it alone. I really don't think so. And if you think so, then you let, then you're probably not listening to this podcast um, or you're, you know, tuning me out right now. I believe that you, we each should have an accountability partner or coach. Think about hiring a credentialed professional in the field. If this is so important to you is to have a better relationship with food is to detox your life and make these permanent lifestyle changes to have your transformation, then let's get going. Follow me on social media, Aubrey Warwick, that's W-O-R-E-K. Subscribe to this podcast and check out my website. I, you can work with me directly online. I am here to help you. I feel that that is my God-given talent and purpose to help others achieve greatness. And see if we're a good fit. If you like what I got going on, then I hope to hear from you. AubreyWarwick.com. So this leads me to my next point, number five, pick one person every day to make them feel special. This is another good habit. Whenever we're feeling down, okay, this could result in other woe is me moments where, oh my gosh, I just, I'm a failure. I'm giving up. And it's a, it's a shit snowball is what I typically call it. So instead of having the pity party, Pick up the phone, send a text, and make somebody's day. Because I guarantee by you doing that, that receiver, that person's going to feel it. And it's going to come full circle back to you. We need to plant better seeds in our minds. We need to spread positive energy and share this with other people. We are a product of our environment. So the more we start to surround ourselves with positive people and positive energy, this is going to bring us in a state of readiness to change. Because just because we are successful in one aspect of our life, let's say you are just kicking ass at your job and career, and you're so well organized, you are your business is fantastic. You have it all together, but there's other aspects of your life, relationships that are just falling into the toilet. Well, how can you translate that quality to other aspects? So let's start to do that. It can start to bleed over into your life in a good way. So make this time right now to work on yourself. Each day we have a fresh start. And also, I think each day we wake up as a different person. Yesterday, if you would have talked to me, you would have been like, oh my gosh, Aubrey, what's what's wrong with you? Today, I am a rock star, right? Maybe five minutes from now, shit will hit the fan and I won't feel so hot. In any given moment, we are going to experience different emotions that are catalysts to our thoughts, so thoughts can become things. So choose your thoughts wisely, folks. Next, last but not least, in order to do your mind, body, soul detox and start your food rehab, you just got to get up and move. Know that our your body is designed to move. It truly is. And the more we move, studies show that we are able to increase the amount of white matter in our brains. This offsets dementia, increases our endorphins. It's the feel-good effect. 
So just find something that you like to do and do it. And honestly, who cares how many calories you are burning or not burning? If it's movement-based, you will reap the rewards of physical activity. And typically, what most people struggle with when I meet them as my clients is their relationship with food. They have the fitness component down in some way, shape, or form. But I think the biggest hang-up is, oh my gosh, Aubrey, what do I eat? When should I eat? How much should I eat? Let me tell you, this is so individualized, and it depends on where you are on your food rehab journey. If this is your first time going through food rehab, believe you me, we are getting back to basic instinctive eating. If you are going through food rehab for the 13th time, yeah, we can try some different techniques because you're ready for it. We have to crawl before we walk. And no matter what, focus on yourself. Be smart about it, folks. And to recap, our most effective ways to detox our body, mind, and soul to get through the first part of food rehab is creating a plan with our SMART goals, to do more twists and belly breathing, to practice an attitude of gratitude, to do the mental work for change, to pick one person every day and make them feel special, and last but not least, get off your ass and move. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you found this beneficial. Please comment and let me know what do you want to hear about. My next segment is on fad diet flip-flopping. That's that's a tongue twister for me, fad diet flip-flopping. And if that applies to you, I'm here to help you. So once again, my name is Aubrey Warwick, tuning in and out of food rehab. I will catch you on the next episode.